Blog Talk Radio. All right, what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Prime, and thanks for joining me here on this short SBP-ish. Just want to take a very, very few minutes here. Um, it's going to be really short, but I got to address these fans, man, and fans of the NFL. And I do believe this past season, the 2018 NFL season, fans were at the all-time high when it came to being terrible, man. And it was the worst I've seen in quite some time. And so to kick it off, we might as well start with current events, being that just a couple of days ago, the New England Patriots just won their sixth Super Bowl. And I understand for some folks this wasn't a sexy matchup. I understand that folks weren't going to watch it because it was New England. They got Patriot fatigue. I understand there were some folks that didn't watch it because their team didn't make it. There were some folks who wouldn't watch it because they felt that the uh, the Saints got robbed. I feel all of that. I feel all of that. But there was a lot of hate. And I'm going to address the Steelers fan base first because before Sunday's Super Bowl, I'm going through social media. And all I'm seeing is all these pictures and memes from sour Pittsburgh Steelers fans. We did it first. Uh, No matter what happens today, just remember we won ours without any help. We won ours without cheating. Okay, first of all, your argument about you guys doing it first, there is no argument. You did do it first. Sixburg and all that, we get it. We got it. You guys did it. Nobody else had done it before Sunday. But look, man, look, you can't hold on to that forever. Y'all sound like that little kid who wanted to ride the bike. It was only one bike in the family, right? So y'all wanted to ride the bike, and your little brother tried to grab the bike before you got it. Both of y'all hollering, Mom, Mom, I had it first. I had it first. That's what y'all sound like. Get over it, man. This is the NFL, the most successful thing in sports out there. It's been around forever, and it's going to be around for a very long time. So sooner or later, somebody was going to catch you guys, maybe even surpass you guys. Still a fan base, let it go. And then that argument about you guys did it without cheating, that's right. Nobody can say you guys had a deflate gate. Nobody out here can say that you guys had a spy gate. But as far as doing it without any help, I think the uh, Super Bowl 40 version of the Seattle Seahawks would beg to differ. They would beg to differ because you know there were not one, not two, at least three super questionable calls that went you guys' way. Super questionable calls, right? Y'all people did hassle back and the people wrong. Well, maybe y'all didn't, but the referees did, right? So when y'all are hollering about all the breaks they're getting because of the refs, just think about Super Bowl 40 Steelers fans. Go back and rewatch it and look at what was done to the Seattle Seahawks and their chances of taking that game and winning them a Super Bowl. So I'm not trying to hear it, Steelers fans. Let it go. Next up, I got to address team get off my lawn. Look, y'all, y'all making all these comments more prevalent in the Sports Bar Podcast group on Facebook, you guys are talking about how uh, Brady ain't nothing. It's all Belichick. It's all this. Brady couldn't have played back in the day. 
Y'all need to stop that too Because first of all We have no earthly idea If Brady could have played back in the day We don't know that You guys are just saying Because he is playing right now In a league Whereas yeah You can't touch the quarterback no more I get it Yeah You can't touch a receiver no more I get it But just because Brady is taking advantage of that Does that really mean He couldn't have played back then? No, it doesn't mean that he couldn't have. We do not know. So those statements that you guys are making are not definitive. Let it go. And I'm going to address something else that's super crazy about the hate for Tom Brady, right, and the Patriots. Somebody brought up in the group talking about, yeah, it's all Belichick, Brady's soft, Brady is pump, Brady is this. You can put any quarterback in that system and it would work. Okay, let's go back to these these uh, 70s and 80s and 90s y'all talk about. You mean to tell me you're going to put Dan Pastorini in the Belichick offense and they're going to do what they've done these last few years? Do you mean to tell me you're going to put Bobby Hebert in this New England offense and they're going to be as successful as they've been? You surely not going to tell me y'all going to put Craig Erickson in this offense, David Woodley in this offense, Eric Kramer in this offense. You guys, you can just put anyone in that offense. Nah. And I'll, I'll come even more recent for a guy you know I criticize all the time. I don't think he's that good, even though he has the ring. Joe Flacco. You're not putting Joe Flacco's garbage behind in this New England offense, and they have the success, the amount of success that they've had. Y'all need to get up off it. No matter how y'all feel about Brady, he's money. Even when he plays a bad game and looks average for three quarters, not many quarterbacks, if any, that you'd rather have in today's game for that last draft. You might have an argument with Aaron Rodgers, possibly Aaron Rodgers' money as well on the last draft. But what Brady has done is phenomenal. So let it go. I understand. I'm old enough to remember the Lawrence Taylors, you the Steve Atwaters, the Derek Thomases. I get it. So you're not talking to some young spring chicken. I get it. I've seen it all. My eyes are just a little more open than most people. And I'm not a Brady, I'm not a Patriot fan, but I respect when someone is good, and he's good. So kill it. Last up, I got to address my own people. That would be the Dallas Cowboy fans. Now, I'm not going to jump on you because we already get that, uh, that moniker of being the worst fan base in people's eyes. And I don't agree with that. I think every other fan base is the worst because they're going to sit there and watch and pray. As Biggie said, pray and pray for our downfall because their team ain't doing nothing. They won't watch nobody else play, but when Dallas plays, even if they're not playing their squad, they're going to watch. But I got to address Team Dak. I got an issue with Team Dak. I don't have an issue with Dak Prescott as much as some people. Now, I am hard on Dak Prescott, right? Dak Prescott... He has some issues. He's not the most accurate guy in the world. Uh, he does miss uh, receivers a lot um, in passing, missing wide open receivers. But okay, we'll give him time to grow. So this is not about Dak Prescott. He may be our quarterback from years to come, and if he is, so be it. I roll with it. But you team Dak fans, we get it. You got the hashtag Team Dak every time the Cowboys win. You got the hashtag Team Dak every time we lose. We get it. 
The problem I have with y'all is y'all see like the guy can do no wrong. And then when he's wrong, you making excuses for him, right? You even criticize some of the players that played for us. Tony Romo. Now, I get it. A lot of y'all don't like Tony Romo, okay? He didn't do nothing. Romo had his chance. We get it. And, yeah, you're right. Romo did have his chance. But you know what? He was a darn good quarterback. And he could say something really not negative about Dak Prescott. He could just say, oh, he's got to make that throw when Dak overthrows a Michael Gallup or someone. He could just be saying it, not beating up Dak Prescott. Um, He could just point out that Dak should have made the read here, but he made the read there, and then we're getting off the field on third down. Not being ultra critical, but he's doing his job, and he's telling you what he sees, not beating Dak up. But you know what? As soon as he says something like that, y'all all over him. Tony ain't did nothing. Tony this and that. He's talking about that. Okay, I think he's earned the right to be able to point out things. He didn't say anything negative about the guy, but you guys are all up in arms. Crybabyish, y'all. It's shameful. Then when Troy Aikman says something, Troy just a hater. Troy just a hater. Troy could just make a regular analysis of Dak Prescott in a throwing motion. Um, he might have just barely overthrown somebody behind him. And Dak could be as guilty as charged and on to the next play. Y'all all on social media talking about Troy Aikman is a hater. Y'all can't stand him. But I bet y'all was loving him when he got y'all those three rings, though, because I know I was. So I think he knows what he's talking about when he makes these comments. But Team Dak coming for him, too. Y'all terrible. We take care of our own people. That's not how we supposed to act. And y'all real extra with that in 2018, this past football season. Then something that really strikes me about Team Dak that really, really pisses me off, right? We get the situation, whereas y'all always talking about, there's some of you who didn't like Troy or you like Troy, but you say, yeah, but Troy had Emmett. Yeah. But Troy had, you know, this great defense. Troy had Michael Irvin, right? So y'all on that talking about what he had and and y'all diminish what Troy has done, no matter where you put him on your quarterback ladder. But then when it comes to Dak, all right, y'all said Dak has no help, right? No help. But then every time Dak does something good, you quick to throw up Dak's numbers on how many fourth quarter comebacks he's got how his numbers compare to Carson Wentz, how they compare to Jerry Goff. Y'all quick to throw all of that up, right? Real quick. But y'all won't acknowledge that Dak has a defense now too, okay? So he's not doing it all by himself. Dak has Zeke. So he's not doing it all by himself. Did y'all forget how he looked last year in that stretch when Zeke was gone for those six games? Did y'all forget that? And even more so, y'all beat up Tony Romo, right? Talking about he had his shot, but won't acknowledge the fact that Tony never had a Zeke. And don't give me all that about DeMarco Murray, because DeMarco was really only good for maybe, what, a season and a half, maybe. Maybe you want to give him two. Then you want to talk about how he had Marion Barber and Julius Jones. You are really comparing those guys to Ezekiel Elliott. Romo never had a defense like the ones that we had. We had, somebody said, well, we had DeMarcus Ware. What are you talking about? Okay, we had one man. Then the same guy said, we had Sean Lee. (laughs) When did we really have Sean Lee? Well, for six, seven games a season? 
kill it. Team Dak, you're killing the Cowboy fan base. You can like Dak Prescott, and you don't have to be Team Dak, so to say, um, as some of these people. So I know I'm upset some of my people. So be it. It is what it is. I have no problem walking solo. I like Dak Prescott, but I'm not blind to the fact that he has some growing to do. I just hope he does. Just please, people who are non-Cowboy fans, don't put me in the old touchy-feely situation like some of the other Dallas Cowboy fans I know. Um, I, please don't do that. <laughs> this is a man right here. But I done said my piece for this episode of SBP-ish. Fans, I just hope we do better in 2019. Happy off season, y'all. Peace.